Well, hello out there, planet Earth, and happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday, TGIF, you hear on days like this. Although, it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. ICYMI, which is, in case you missed it, SMB stands for Small and Medium-Sized Business. I've been a voice and sounding board for SMBs and their trusted advisors for over 20 years now. So uh, nowadays, I really like to offer my mind, my voice, maybe the occasional sense of humor to a live weekly talk show where I interview SMB leaders and their trusted advisors, as my boy Tommy D before me would say, amplify their message, if you will. I have to say, I am in some great company here on Fridays. If you're an entrepreneur and you're interested in topics of interest surrounding the business world, you should check out the premier lineup of shows here, Fridays at talkradio.myc, Tommy D on philanthropy and focus before me, Jeremiah Fox on the entrepreneurial web after me, Joseph Franklin McElroy later on today, Wise Content Creates Wealth. Very exciting announcement for everyone. Live music is back. I went to my first live concert in over a year and a half, and what a show. My wife and I, along with our friends, John and Tracy, went to go see Trey Anastasio, lead guitarist from Fish, perform at the Beacon Theater this past Wednesday in New York City. Phenomenal birthday present. Very much thanks to John, who purchased the tickets while he was on vacation in Puerto Rico. How's that for insane dedication? You like that, everybody? Over the last 20 years, I've noticed that some of the best thought leadership for SMBs happens on Friday when we feel that freedom of the weekend upon us. However, we are also anxious to start the weekend, myself included. These crucial pearls of wisdom, they're overlooked, they're swept under the rug, they're forgotten in favor of our fun weekend activities and our freedom from work. Here on Always Friday, we take advantage of that weekend freedom and clarity. We discuss popular topics that are on the minds of SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. Coincidentally, my last name means free in German, so not just a play on words, a little bit of deeper meaning. There's always method behind the madness with me, people. We're almost here. The weekend's almost here. I've got shades on. Let's start the party right now. Today's topic of discussion is your premier, your premier virtual fitness experience. Our busy lifestyles and various improvements in technology, they've led to many things being accessible virtually including personal fitness programs. You don't necessarily have to get up and go to the gym anymore. And we're not just talking about the world of Peloton. There is a strong desire to have personal training and certain types of corporate fitness programs available via virtual classes. Certified fitness professionals can come to you via the, via the internet. They can deliver a tailored one-on-one -on -one private approach where you feel most comfortable. And this is the specialty of our guest and his team. Have you ever heard that talk is cheap? Well, we're on talkradio.myc. We don't want this to just be talk. The goal here, we want to use the insight on the small, medium-sized business landscape, and we want to create some more impact come Monday morning. It is far too often that businesses are focused on the product that's going to solve their problems, the magic wand, the magic bullet, the shiny new mousetrap. I know my guests will agree it doesn't exist in my travels. Products change every single day, every other part of our lives, personal business. It does not matter. There's no substitute for surrounding yourself with the right people, the right guides, and keeping focus on a good kick-ass process that's going to help you achieve your goals. As long as you do that, the right products will be there, whether it's money, whether it's a new technology, or whether it's a beach body for the upcoming beach season. The right products will present themselves when needed by the small, medium-sized business. Everything begins and ends with the people. So 
in the spirit of surrounding yourself with the right people here today. We have a great show. Making some beautiful music with me is none other than Joshua Margolis, owner and personal trainer at Mind Over Matter Health and Fitness. Josh is a personal trainer with a bachelor's degree in sports psychology. He he holds certifications from ACE, AIFE, and NASM, and is also prenatal and postpartum fitness certified. Josh has been working in the health and fitness arena for over eight years. Uh, Personalized fitness programs he designs, which incorporate motivational techniques to enhance performance. Joshua is also the fitness model in the Duke diet. If you guys have ever seen the fitness model from the Duke diet, it is a world renowned health and fitness book. Uh, Actually, uh, Josh, I went to the University of Maryland. So anytime I hear Duke, it just, it immediately gets me riled up. No matter who won the games back in college, there was a riot afterwards. So it's just, that's always what it does to me. But anyway, um, Josh's philosophy, your self-image and habits go hand in hand, change one and you will automatically change the other. Other venues that Joshua has influenced are within the corporate sector and the great outdoors. In the past, Josh has provided corporate fitness plans to improve the overall health of private companies and their employees. For those employee, for those clients interested in working in the outdoors, Joshua has gone to everywhere from nearby parks to surfing the beaches of the Atlantic, to the Pacific, to the Rocky Mountains. You can't be confined, people. Whatever your fitness goals are, he will help you realize your dreams. Joshua lives on the Upper West Side of Manhattan, not far from where I saw Trey Anastasio this week. Uh, Joshua is one of the best people I could think of to discuss this topic today. And as always, we will discuss my favorite three questions. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? And what is your favorite musical instrument? And who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? Ready to break a sweat with us on the air this morning? Josh, welcome to Always Friday. Great to have you here. My pleasure to be here, Steve. Thanks for having me. You have to tell me, Josh, how did you get to this point? You know, I've, I've, I know lots of personal trainers. I had one hanging out with me here yesterday while we were chatting. Right. You know, tell us how you got to this point. Yeah, no, everyone loves a good origin story, right? Uh, I was not bitten by any radioactive spiders. My parents are not from a different galaxy dimension. I am born and bred on this earth. But I... Uh, you know, I think people think what I do that I was always just like this, like jock as a kid. I was played every and any sport, but I was always a marginal athlete. I was never like the top tier athlete. Anything I ever had to do, and I played basketball, I ran track, played lacrosse, I, I swam. I, I loved it. I always had to work. I had to be the hardest working kid on the team. That was always what it was. And, and I knew that was my fate. I knew that's who I was at a young age that I needed to work twice as hard as everybody else. And I did that. And I had a, you know, a lot of fun and a good athletic career. Uh, and that sort of spilled over into the realm of helping others, helping myself realize my own potential and working at it to be my best and be my, uh, my best self, as the expression goes, be your best self. That was instilled upon me as, as a kid from my parents. And also what I realized if I wanted to, go on a Saturday and play pickup ball at the park down the street. If I want to hold my own, I I had to practice so I could go out there and play with the big dogs. And it just kind of, you know, spun over to what I do now professionally. And now I try to do the same thing for individuals. 
That's, that's, that's awesome. How about you know, working with some of the corporate folks? You know, cause I know you own your own business now, which right. I'm an SMB guy. I love stories like that, but also I've worked with tons of SMBs and I know that, you know, right alongside of health insurance, which is one of the biggest things on employers' minds when they have employees, right alongside of that are corporate wellness programs. And it's something you right. can deliver. So talk to us a little bit about that. That's huge. And I always, you know, think that if you work for a, a, you know, a company that has a vested interest in their employees, both mentally, physically, emotionally, then those are the companies that are going to understand the, the needs and the demands that are put on their employees because they're the one that put it on there. Uh, look, there's all these studies and research shown that a healthy employee is a happy employee. A healthy employee is a productive employee. And if we're looking at just dollars and cents, which is, you know, look, it's a bottom line. It's a corporation. They're there to make money. But overall, they're saving money on their health insurance premiums by having a healthier employee. There is less uh, reduced absenteeism. uh, Also, overall, a higher sense of employee morale. Those people definitely are are more cohesive when they do something together. It becomes like a fun competitive activity that you do with your coworkers and ultimately leads to physical well-being, which is tied into mental well-being. So those people tend to have a higher uh, adherence to taking care of themselves. And honestly... If we take care of ourselves, if we put the effort and attention in our own bodies, that same effort and attention is applied to the workforce too. So you're a better employee, you're more productive. And what we try to do is we'll come into these organizations. And now since a lot is virtual, we'll provide like a wellness workshop or a class and we'll do everything from like one end of the spectrum, like a a hard hitting boot camp hit style class. And the other end, maybe more of like a meditation or yoga. And each company has really got to know their employees and know what is going to resonate best with them. I, I always say that, you know, before SMB owners, leaders, employees can enjoy their wealth that they create, they have to have their health. I'm not, not always the biggest pillar of health. I do enjoy the occasional party, but, you know, it's, it's something that I do believe very firmly needs to come first. And it's it, you, just like you said, it's not just physical health. It's mental health and well-being. I look at it as health, happiness, peace, and then wealth, where you know, a lot of people just talk about health and wealth in the same vein. It's, you know, there's, there's a lot that happens in between, but a lot of it is mindset to me, not just, you know, physical, you know, better guns looking than I, than right, I have. Right. <laughs> of course. Right. It is. It's, it's my body. It's, it's all tied together. I mean, look, my, I obviously I'm skewed a little bit more in that direction that my background is, is sports psychology. So I'm a big believer. It's cliche, but 90% mental or it's everything from the neck up, whatever you know expression you want to apply to it. I, I buy into those. I do. And, and I do as well. Uh, along the lines of 10% of you know what happens, it's 10% is what happens to you and 90% is what you do with it. And the 90% is what you do with it comes from having good habits. So if I you know, bring you out to my fire pit to tell a quick story real quick. Yeah, I finally started working out again a few months ago. I went from zero days per week to one day per week. Big deal for me. Yeah, it's double. Hundred (laughs) percent. It's infinite. It's like crazy expansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I see lots of friends and you know colleagues buying the Peloton and the tonal system. 
but are they really utilizing everything in such a way that advances them? Is it just another networking and social media play, which don't get me wrong. I'm a serial networker. You know, I am. I love that stuff. And I love the fact that like, if it brings people together, phenomenal, like it's great, but a real fitness experience is not one that you can buy and have delivered to your house as a product that sits in the living room. It is one that people can have delivered to their house via an awesome personal trainer, which again is, it starts with the people to me. Everyone is different. Having a custom tailored program seems like a more effective approach. At least it has been for me. It's I, I might be a unique animal in some ways. It takes a certain way of things to get me going in the right direction. But in order to take those actionable steps forward where people really start to see a difference and feel better about themselves, I, I just thought it was amazing that you were the model for the Duke diet because you know, it's a world-renowned program, right? It's it, it's one of those that it takes a balanced and personalized approach to weight loss, but it's not just about that. It's They, they show you about slimming down. Yeah, great, but it's it, it's involving new ways to think about food, fitness, and a healthy lifestyle. And, you know, you see any number of places that are, you know, pushing some type of diet, some type of new machine, Peloton, Tonal, whatever, but there's not that much talking necessarily. Well, there are plenty of folks talking about the healthy lifestyle, but as far as giving people the guidance and the process they need to follow where it fits into their lives and their way of being, that's not necessarily always there. So I want to dive into the method behind the madness with my man, Joshua Margolis, owner, personal trainer at Mind Over Matter Health and Fitness. When we come back from this break, stay with us. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Inning. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.
Welcome back, everybody. It's Friday. It's always Friday. It's me. It's Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're here with Joshua Margolis, owner, founder, personal trainer with Mind Over Matter Health and Fitness. We were just talking with uh, Joshua about the fact that he was the model for the Duke Diet, this world-renowned program that's for healthy and uh, healthy living and weight loss. And it's it, it's just hilarious to me. It's like you know, again, it's everybody's focused on how they look and how they how they feel like a lot of times these days, more so how they look than how they feel, which is always humorous to me. Uh, but, you know, th- these this whole book was about showing that slimming down is not just about finding a new way to eat and exercise, but new ways to just think about food and fitness and a healthy lifestyle with the right type of guidance. So, uh, you know, somebody like like Joshua, who I think about you know, perfect, you know, not only to model for this, which is what he did, but, you know, perfect with this type of mindset. So to dive into the method behind Joshua's madness, I saw this quote out there from another podcast he did, you know, build up your fitness portfolio to feel good and look good. You know, a quote from the, from the whole CEO podcast. So Joshua, this is the part of the show where we like to talk about what you do, how you do it, how you go to market for it. So lay it on us. Study show, I can't hear you when you're on mute, though. You got to come back to me, babe. I forgot to get muted during the commercial, and I got to unmute back. Yes, so that's good. Uh, I'm going to speak with my hands going forward. Uh, I do that anyway. But nevertheless, look, the the last year and a half has changed the the world fundamentally. Any and every business uh, has had to make adjustments along the way. We were going more towards a virtual model when this happened anyway. A lot of what we preach, and we have a team of about a dozen or so trainers, Pilates, yoga instructors, uh, meditation, what have you. So a lot of that direction was going towards virtual anyway, and this was that final push. So probably about 80, 85% of our clientele we see virtually. Uh, And the reason why this has this higher success rate for people's uh, goals and achieving their uh, fitness goals is it's a lot harder to cancel a virtual session than it is to cancel an in-person session. Your windows for excuses where in fitness, if you're looking for a reason not to exercise, you do not have to look far at all. There's a lot of ex- excuses along the way. But the big two are time and money. And honestly, those are probably the big two excuses for a lot of things, really. And time, let's talk about that because that is the next to health ironically, is the most valuable commodity. You can make more money. You can't make more time. So what I've been finding with our clients is if your workout is at 7 p.m., at 6.59 p.m., you hit the button. That's your commute time. That's it. There's no, I have to leave for work early. I got to make sure I get home at this time. I got to make sure I shower, get to the office. Those excuses are gone. So the idea of missing a workout, unless it's some emergency or you're really sick, Nobody misses a workout. So when you're seeing somebody in person, maybe they miss, you know, one out of 10, maybe sometimes two out of 10. In the virtual world, it's 10 for 10. Uh, Another big change that we made was, and it's not just for those of us that have short attention spans, because I know, Steve, you and I are in that same category. Absolutely. But an hour-long workout virtual does not work, okay? Your attention span shuts down at like that 40-minute mark. We're doing it for too long. So what we've done exactly is just cut it in half. So instead of hour-long workouts, now all of our workouts are 30 minutes. Number one, it doesn't seem as daunting. 
everybody's got 30 minutes in a day to do it. Sometimes you're like, I don't have an hour. And I get it. Sometimes you don't. 30 minutes you can make happen. So 30 minutes is a way to work it in. And half the time, half the cost. So I also like the idea of frequency. When people talk about fitness and exercise, the buzzword should not be duration. It should really be more frequency. Frequency and intensity, honestly. But So it's not how long you're working out, but how often. So I'd rather see a client twice a week for 30 minutes each than see him or her once a week for an hour. It gives me more of a chance to make an imprint. And honestly, it gives them more of a chance to establish a schedule. If they know it's not just once a week, sometimes it's twice and sometimes it's even three times. So the virtual workout definitely has a higher adherence, a higher stick-to-itiveness, and as no coincidence, a higher result. Yeah, that's uh, that's a huge point. I love the idea that you can always make more money, but you can't make more time. And it's right. uh, I put it right up there with the importance of your health. I think that's a phenomenal point. And there's another connection to to the to the work world. You know, because of the pandemic and the virtual living, many people out there have been suffering burnout because they feel like they can't unplug for work. I would look at it and I'm sure you would think along the same lines as, you know, you just have to create the proper habits around everything because, you know, you consider work to be a non-negotiable activity. That's totally cool. We all do. Well, many of us do anyway, those of us that are committed to it. Uh, But, you know, if you make, you know, one day a week, two days a week, a non-negotiable activity for your own health, the same accessibility that you feel from the office or from your colleagues or from your partners you can feel that accessibility with somebody like you to guide you through the health wilderness. No, no it's, that's an excellent point. And I say this to my clients too, like uh, this is why we try to do set times every week. Like, okay, every Tuesday and Friday, I'm with Joshua from 5.30 p.m. to 6 p.m. It's in the calendar. It's a set reoccurring appointment. There's nothing else that's going on during that time. I want to have just as much weight in their lives as their work, as their family. Because ultimately- the success in the fitness is going to transcend to success at the workplace and, and success in the family too, just on so many levels. Yeah. And I, it's, it's far too often when we're, where people kind of miss the foundation of these types of things. And that's, that's always big for me. It's, you know, when I'm looking with small, medium sized business, you know, it is good habits. It's like you said, frequency and intensity over duration. You know, it's it's cool if you take one day a month to figure out if you're a small, medium-sized business owner, if you take one day a month to really reflect on everything that your guys are doing. But if you do it every week or every day, then it, things are more likely to stick. You're more likely to have from those good habits of reflection, you're more likely to have some good action moving forward. And I think I think that's really big. But, you know, along the lines of my philosophy of it's not about product first, which I see far too often, it's about the people in the process. There are tons of people out there that look at it as I need this beach body. I need to fit into this. I need to look like this. I feel like we've become increasingly more vain. And that's why, like, you know, this quote really resonates with me. Build up your fitness portfolio. I have a finance background, too. I I like to think of it as a portfolio. Sure. Feel good and look good. If you feel good first, looking good is an easier byproduct. 
And I love that part of your philosophy. So give us a little bit more on that. Just like how you get people to pivot their mindset about the vanity over to the frequency and intensity. Right. And and, and that's great too, because look, isn't it fitness like life? It, it, It is mindset. It's how you approach every day. And and look, we're, we're human. We're not machines. There's days where, as the expression, some days you step in it, some days you don't. You have good days, right? We, and then you have shitty days. It's just normal. You know, there's a lot of factors going to it. So uh, it's more about checking with yourself on those bad days. Good days are great. You know, anybody can steer the ship when it's clear skies and smooth water. But the days where maybe you don't have it or maybe you have, you know, you're depressed or you're irritated or you're angry or you didn't sleep well or something's going on with work or family, whatever. Those are the days that you need to check in with yourself. And those are the days that exercise is much more paramount. Um, on the days when it's more difficult to do it, it's, it, I know it's a kick in the teeth to hear that, but that's the reality of it. So uh, having a focus on the aesthetic component is, is only going to take you so far. You know, and look, we all about presentation and, uh, you know, especially even Zoom now, I have this conversation. I have a client of mine who's a plastic surgeon. And uh, he was telling me about how his business has skyrocketed during the pandemic, even though people haven't seen each other. But it's because we all see ourselves now in that little box in the corner when we're on Zoom. So we're staring at ourselves as opposed to a normal conversation where we're not. I'm just looking at you, Steve. I'm not looking at me. <laughs> now we see ourselves. I'm like, Wait, is that what I look like? (laughs) Or maybe I have nothing better to do but to pass by all the mirrors in your house all day long. But (laughs) but yeah, I'm I'm with you. It's like I've seen that, like people who have been, well, it's also like, you know, like home improvements have skyrocketed. It's like you have so much time around your house. It's like, wow, everything that I've wanted to do in the last, you know, year, five years, 10 years, 20 years, now I'm going to do because I've spent all this time. I agree with you. It's like I'm spending all this time with myself, so to speak, uh, behind the computer <laughs> monitor, staring right. at myself and a whole bunch of other people, but myself. So it's, it's just the way it is. Right. So, and, but- and look, the, the aesthetic component is only going to take you so far. Look, I'll, I'll give you a difference real quick between two different types of clients. I get clients all the time that maybe uh, the 20 year high school reunion is coming up or the trip to St wherever is coming up, or they're getting married, they're going to be in a bar mitzvah, it's coming up. So those are great clients. They work really hard for a three, four month, five month spend. They crush it. They kick ass. They drop pounds. They build muscle. And then after that event is over, it's done. They're done. Okay. That's client number one. Client number two taps into something deeper. Maybe it's about how they feel. Maybe it's about a change in their lifestyle. Maybe it's about a medical issue. Maybe it's about if you're, if you're a parent sending the example with the children, those are the people that it's slower for them to get into it. But when they do, it's slow and steady rates of success. So those are two different types of ways to look at it. And the aesthetic is still there. And that that gets you going, that gets you going. But it's checking in with yourself how important quality of lifestyle is to you. As we age, it gets more paramount. When you're 20, do you need to work out? Eh, you should, but hey, if you miss a couple of weeks, you're really not going to be worse for it. 30s, 40s, metabolism slows, aging happens. We don't bounce back like we used to. And we look at the body of life. Hopefully we're living for a long time and we want to make it quality. 
this this might be dipping into the madness uh, end of things, which we're going to talk about next. But I wonder if your friend, the plastic surgeon, is doing a lot more on this up than they are this down. But you know, maybe they're doing the whole package because you're home with your significant other or whatnot. You got to have everything looking you know primo. But uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Joshua Margolis, uh, owner and personal trainer with Mind Over Matter Health and Fitness. Stay with us. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. Joining me today is Joshua Margolis, owner and personal trainer with Mind Over Matter Health and Fitness. We were just talking with uh, Joshua a little bit about building up your fitness portfolio to feel good and look good, not just looking good, the way that a lot of you vain people out there are thinking of yourselves these days. I know that we're looking at ourselves in the mirror at our houses and looking in the mirror at Zoom and back at ourselves, but you know, it is about really staying healthy and feeling good. If, you, if that happens, 
you know, you will start looking good. I can all but promise you. Joshua, do a better job promising than me. So, Joshua, we're going to get a little bit deeper into the madness. This is more the artistic observational part of the program where we talk a little bit about stories that you have from the field for yourself and personal trainers and like-minded folk have some good ones typically here. But uh, no subject to taboo. Obviously, we don't want to compromise client confidentiality. We're not necessary. But, um, you know, what, what have you seen out there? You know, things before the pandemic, during the pandemic, Pandemic, after the pandemic, you know, people want to be healthy, not always willing to commit, but you know, lay it on us. Give us some of the mass madness that you come across. You got to unmute though. I got to, I got, I got, you got to unmute so I can hear you, brother. Every time. In fact, time. next segment, next segment, I'm going to mute intentionally just to keep the track <laughs> going. Uh, Consistency yeah, no, is important, you know? This is right. Consistency is where it's at. I, Look, obviously the last year and a half changing everything. I think people have gotten much more into the idea of virtual fitness, of looking at a screen and working out. Whereas in the past, maybe that would have been so far from the realm of possibility or even something that they wanted to do. I will say this, when I first started, we were getting into virtual fitness before the pandemic started, but in the beginning, I I had my own doubts. I thought this is not gonna work. I am a hands-on type of guy. I need to have my hands to adjust client. I need to have my hands to stretch clients. So a lot of what I thought we were going to lose from personal training was going to be the personal part. But it takes sometimes doing something to realize if it's going to work and the success, the proof is in the results. So I think a lot of people have gotten their heads around to doing something along those lines as far as something virtual. But I want to kind of highlight what virtual fitness is by defining what it is and maybe defining what, what it isn't. Sure. Fitness in life is communication. Communication is sender and receiver. When you're looking at a video, there's no back and forth. You're viewing the video, but you're not interacting. The person's not interacting with you. They're not watching you. They're not seeing your form. They're not seeing how you're moving. They're not checking in on how you're feeling that day. They're not checking in on maybe how you slept the night before. Is there something tight, loose, stiff in the body? There's no feedback. The only feedback you get is when the instructor sees your name pop up and says your name out loud because you did your 100th workout. So that's, that's, at the, that's the extent of the entire interaction. <laughs> Exercise, personal training, fitness, it, it should be about like everything else in life. It's, it's communication. It's interaction. You want to get a feel for how that person is doing that day. And you need to adjust the workout accordingly. And a lot of the video workouts have something in common with, and this used to be much more popular where you would just get your workout out of like a, a men's fitness or some magazine like that. They're great workouts, but are they great workouts for you? Everything and, is for the people. It's yeah. everybody has their story to tell. Everybody's a little bit different. And I, I love that you, you're differentiating the virtual fitness experience, you know, from right. what people think it is and what it isn't. Because I do believe there's misconception around it, you know, because some folks, again, I bring up the Peloton thing because it's easy, you know, and it's widespread yeah. these days. So, but people make it about being a product and a status symbol. And believe me, I'm a serial networker and so are you. I know that. But you know, I love that it's a way to network and stay connected with some folks, but many people might need more handholding and a more customized approach. And that's the kind of the avenue that you tend to go down if, you know, if I'm getting to the right area of the discussion. Right, right. And look, I was having this conversation this morning on a networking event, ironically, that I was doing. 50% of what I do is babysitting. That's, <laughs> let, let's call it what it is. That's what it is. 
I had two early clients this morning. I had a 5.30 and a 6 a.m. back-to-back Zoom, which I was able to do because I'm actually in Philadelphia right now. One was in Westchester, New York, and the other one was in downtown Manhattan. So I couldn't have done this. And they both said the same thing to me, that if I wasn't there, if they weren't paying me, they both would have hit snooze and they both would have went back to sleep. And, yeah. and it, it can be that simple. It, it, it really is that simple. It's about accountability. So the, the video that you're doing, whether it's a Peloton video or whether it's any other uh, fitness software out there, it kind of reminds me, and this is, I'm going to date myself, but I came into fitness during like the DVD trend when there was a DVD for everything. And that was your workout. <laughs> People have stacks of DVDs. For those of our younger viewers, a DVD was a circle piece of plastic that you would put into a media playing device and it would play a video. So anyway, uh, the DVD is great, but it's only great if you do it. So that's the same thing with the videos. Most people will do it. They'll crush it for like a month, maybe six weeks. And then, eh, you know, I'll do it later today. Oh, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, you know what? It's a monthly subscription. It's not that much money. I'm not, I'll just do it when it, so you get complacent, but when you have a trainer, somebody that's there that you have to be accountable to or responsible to that's that could be the one thing to determine failure from success so i love that you went there so let's go back to the <laughs> idea of premier virtual in-home and corporate personal training group fitness experience right. so like i said everybody has their story to tell you know it and i know it working with the small medium sized business world as i do Every SMB has their story to tell as well. I could line up five, 10 business owners that are in the exact same field, providing the exact same product, the exact same service. And each one of them will have a different story on how they got there, who their ideal client is, why they do what they do, yada, yada, yada. So in your experience, when you're trying to help curate a group, I understand that working with individuals, especially as it relates to fitness and personal training, can be like herding cats. But what about herding cats with a whole group of herding cats? Like you have all kinds of people with different stuff. Talk to us a little bit about that. Look, I, I think and that's a, it's a key issue about how do you get everybody sort of lock, stock and barrel. And sure. it's, you know, everyone gets treated as an individual, which means everybody gets treated a little differently but everybody gets treated equally. So what resonates with some people doesn't resonate with others. You know, even like workout styles, some people uh, respond better to that drill sergeant type. They want to be yelled at. They want to be humiliated. They want that what gets them. Other people listen more to the power of reason. That's fine too. So <laughs> I, I think though at the, at the end of the day, especially when it comes to like a, a corporate fitness, uh, if it's not fun, it's not done. Yeah. It, it has to be fun. Fitness should be fun. If, if you look at exercise as something as I have to do it, it you're never going to have success. There's so many things in this world, Steve, we have to do. As adults, a, a, we have to do this. It's a data. Exercise should not be one of them. We should look at exercise as something that you look forward to do or that's fun to do or it's engaging to do or it's like the highlight of the day. So we try to make our classes fun. So we have all these little competitive things that we do within the class where we get everybody engaged. We make it competitive in a fun type of way. We make it interactive. So I, I think sometimes, and you touched on this before, the, the social or convivial aspect of fitness, you know, and I get that even with my clients, they, they're sure. checking in. I'm like, well, how are you doing? They're like, well, what's going on with you? 
I'm like, well, we're, we're here for you, but it's just <laughs> being in, in, in a social environment and being interactive. I think that's as big of a part as what even discipline you decide to do. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there, there's no doubt about it. I, it, it's like a feeling of community, right? Like people like yeah. the community feeling. So whether it's virtual or it's in person or it's at the gym or it's via Peloton, people right. like the community type of feeling. And you know, I, I like the community type of feeling. Small, medium-sized businesses like the community type of feeling. Some of them even like the family type of feeling. Family run one. We're just a big family. But right. you know, sometimes you know, fitness is something that that people kind of need to go their own way. I know lots of folks that go to the gym and, you know, they, they work out for a long time and they act like it's a social hour for the rest of it running around. Like I never really functioned well that way. I'm like, I need the, uh, the perfect blend of the two. I need somebody kind of coaching along and the rhyme and the reason and the stories behind it. But then I also need them to be like, come on, you wuss, get work harder. Damn it. You know, I need them. To, I, I like that. Like that actually that pumps right. me up instead of me trying to be like, oh, I don't know if I can do this anymore. So they're like, come on. It's, you know, it's a lot of it is it's just not it's not what you say. It's how you say it. And that's that's Agreed. a lot of why I like I like doing stuff like this and having conversations with folks just like you. So, you know, what else like, you know, especially with respect to the COVID side of things, because everybody attacked it a little bit differently. You know, beforehand, you said you were already embracing the virtual world, which bravo to you, love forward thinking people, love forward thought in general. But, you know, then you ended up in the middle of the pandemic where people were likely still approaching you for some help, but they might have taken on a little bit of a different spin. Give us give us a little yeah. bit on that. Yeah, th- th- I mean, look, for some people, it, it you know, it seems like it's so long ago at this point when it was last March where the, where the literally the bottom felt like it just was we didn't know what to do anymore. And the uh, effect that it took on everybody physically and, and emotionally, it, it, it just, it felt like the snowball rolling down the hill and the uncertainty of life, like where were we going to be next? And did we find a cure? Did we not find a cure? Is it this summer? Is it okay? Because remember last summer, it almost felt like we popped out of it. Like we kind of peaked out a little bit and we saw potentially, but we got back into it. So I think from that standpoint, um, there's an article I remember I read, this was based on a, a statistical survey about the average American was sitting in their office chair an additional 10 hours per week since pandemic. Sizable. Now that's, that's, that's devastating. Sizable. That is devastating on the body. You know I mean? Look, we're a chair born culture anyway. That's, that's where we work. Most of us have jobs <laughs> where that's what we do. You know, it's not a hundred years ago where we're working we're not an agricultural based community where we're just, that's not what it is or the jobs where it's more manual labor have certainly decreased with the advent of technology and all these things. So most of us spend our time at a chair, at a desk, on a keyboard, staring at a screen. So the, the, the repercussions from that are seem to be endless because just the way you're sitting, you're not engaging your core, you're not engaging your back, you're hunched over, your shoulders are in poor posture, even the neck strain from staring at the screen, there's all these different problems that were highlighted even more so during the last year and a half. And it, it, it took a long time. I'm getting this right now where people are kind of, well, I used to work out. Well, pre-pandemic, before COVID, that's how every conversation seems to start. And <laughs> I think that's how it's going to start. That's how it's going to start going forward. I try to tell everybody, look, it, it happened. It's over. Your weight gain or your inactivity 
uh, lack of exercise, it, it happened. It's over. Let's not focus on what just happened. Let's focus on what we can do for you moving forward. And live in the past. I, I used to think yeah. it was ridiculous beforehand where my Apple Watch would be like, breathe or time to stand up. But right. in the hours that I get glued to my chair behind Zoom fatigue with a numb ass, I, I kind of I almost appreciate it these days. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to bring things home with my good man, Joshua Margolis, owner, personal trainer with Mind Over Matter Health and Fitness. Stay with us. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauber, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're talking with my good friend, Joshua Margolis, owner, personal trainer with Mind Over Matter Health and Fitness. If you guys like small, medium-sized business-related discussions, stay with talkradio.myc. We got Jeremiah Fox on the entrepreneurial web coming up right after me. And Jeremiah, also a big fan of martial arts and personal fitness, Joshua. So I want to talk to him one of these days. Uh, he spends a lot of his time in Brooklyn. He owns the restaurant Della. So good, good man. You should definitely talk to him. But uh, we're going to bring things home with Joshua Margolis here and get into the messaging part of things. You know, the whole tagline of my show is, you know, from Weekend Insight to Monday Impact. You know, people just tuning in now, they could take away one little nugget, one little pearl of wisdom, you know, to really put into action come Monday morning before they start enjoying their weekend freedom. You know, what would that be? And you have so many of them, Joshua, that really come to mind, even the stuff that's right behind you for those watching out there in Facebook Live Land. You got all kinds of little slogans behind you. But the one that resonated with me the most that you just said, because I really believe in this, if it's not fun, 
it's not done. If I'm not having fun, I'm not making money. And no matter what small, medium sized business leaders think, I, that's how it is. Like with, with them, with their employees, with everybody is, it has to be fun and fitness and health you know, programs. It's no different. So Joshua, lay it on us. Your messaging for folks out there, what weekend insight should they take away to make a Monday impact? Right. And, and to build on that, like this has to be, fitness has to be an enjoyable experience. So we got to find what about fitness is going to be enjoyable for you. Is it the discipline? Is it the instructor? Is it the sense of community? Is it, there's something that has to be there for you. And it's different for every person, but they have to tap into that. Everybody has that because look, we all have successes in our life, whether it's professional on a personal level, what have you, what you need to do is look at what you're successful at and why you're successful at that and take that and apply it to fitness. I I deal with this all the time. I, you know, I work in New York city. I'm, I'm working with a lot of these uber successful individuals, the, the one percenters now, some of them are born into that, but a lot of them make their own way, right? So they, they are relative, like, you know, masters of their own industry. We, and it doesn't apply to fitness. We have to like tap into them and say, look, all this that you do at your job or that you do with your family, all the hard work and dedication and discipline, let's put that to fitness. So I think that's important to look to see in your life where there's successes and failures. And, you know, they say we do learn as much from failure, if not more than we do from success. Uh, There's, you know, even from, I know for me, like starting out with Mind Over Matter, there were a lot of even just failures from a business standpoint along the way, but I needed to do that. I think it's the same for fitness. Don't be discouraged if you venture out and it doesn't work for you because now you know what doesn't. Now you know what doesn't work and you can find, yeah, what works on top of that. You said it Um, yourself before. It's like those days where you don't feel good, those are the days like where you take you know, more you know, internal inventory and, and be like, hey, this is how I feel. I don't like this. What can I do to maybe not feel like this moving forward? Those are right. you know, just like you know, business, life, all the same. Some of your best lessons are learned when things suck. <laughs> this is true. And, and look, I, I would also say, you know, nothing ever accomplished is ever accomplished alone. It's, it's having people with you, not just for fitness, but anything in life. So clearly that applies to fitness. Sometimes having a professional is the make or break. You know, I give this analogy all the time, like, okay, I wouldn't go to court and represent myself in a court of law. No, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't, if I have a sickness, you know, di- well, actually some people do just go to WebMD and diagnose themselves, but I would go see a doctor. I would you know, I brush my own teeth, but I'm not going to go once a year and, and use and dentist equipment to give myself a cleaning. I'm going to rely on a professional m- m- money management. I'm not just, you know, going on. So some people do this and I'm playing the stocks. This is my future. I'm hiring a financial consultant, someone who is experienced in this. So it's the same thing for fitness. There are people out there, not just me, but with the advent now of virtual fitness, you have access to the greatest fitness minds in the world. At your fingertips, you don't be afraid to work with somebody. That could access, be the difference. You have <laughs> access to the guy who was the model for the book, the Duke Diet. You gotta, the you gotta Duke call Diet. Him By the way, that was an exhausting, exhausting photo shoot. I mentioned to you, I was doing exercises all day. They're like, 
can you do that again? At a certain point, I want to be like, you know what? I can't. It's over. Take the <laughs> shot. It's done. How many times am I going to do a squat thrust? You get the picture or you don't. What's going on? But anyway, you know, I, would, yeah. I would have never thought that you'd have more strain from posing for the thing than actually doing your workouts with your clients. But I guess that that actually stands to reason. Before we let you go for the day, we're going to have some fun with you by revisiting my three magic questions. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What is your favorite movie or TV show? And what is your favorite musical instrument? And who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? I wouldn't have thought this of you, but Josh actually loves villains. And he thought that this answer was obscure. Not sure if you realize this, Josh, but Hans Gruber from Die Hard has his own Wikipedia entry. So totally not obscure, dude. Okay. Hans Gruber, cunning thief and criminal mastermind from Germany who holds the Nakatomi Plaza hostage to steal $640 million in negotiable bearer bonds. His plan is foiled by New York cop John McClane, who... I, I like to join my guests on the screen for those watching out there wherever I can. But if I can make myself Bruce Willis with hair, I'm always going to you know, be able to do that. I'm always going to take that advantage. But uh, who ha- he happened to foil Gruber's plot by mistake. But since his first appearance, Gruber has been cemented as one of the most iconic villains in film history. So not an obscure answer at all, Josh. Uh, as well as being uh, often being ranked as the greatest action movie villain of all time. And one of the late Alan Rickman's most iconic roles. The uh, villain became so popular uh, with movie fans that the producers introduced his brother, Simon, uh, played by Jeremy Irons, as the primary antagonist of the third film, Die Hard with a Vengeance. So, wonderful answer. And I can't believe that you thought that was obscure. Uh, By the way, another character I love for that movie, just to put my face on screen one more time, is uh, Ellis Hans Bobby. So I thought that guy was just just phenomenal. So um, Josh's favorite movie, this one I haven't seen yet, but I'm very intrigued by it, is Drive with Ryan Gosling, whose uh, character name is actually Driver in there. So, you know, nice and original uh, screenwriting there. Uh, a, a, myster- a mysterious Hollywood stuntman and mechanic moonlights as a getaway driver and finds himself in trouble when he helps out his neighbor. So, uh you know, I always feel bad. My next door neighbor is a union plumber, so I ask for his help all the time. But, you know, if I'm asking for a getaway driver, I'm not really sure which neighbor I would go to. Actually, I do know which neighbor I go to for that. My, my one across the street is a mechanic and has 12 cars, so i probably go to him first. Right. But uh, fav- favorite instrument for Mr. Margolis here, Josh is actually a guitar player. You play acoustic, electric, bass? A- acoustic. I'm, I'm ac- I-, I dabble electric, but I'm more acoustic. All right, cool. Well, I love making some beautiful music. Thank you again for making some beautiful music with us here today. But the name that Josh gave me was none other than Cat Stevens. It's a wild, wild world. We experience it every day. Um, you know, just to set the record straight, just because when you say that name, some people go, oh, immediately. So universally derided in 1989 when Cat Stevens, he allegedly went on record supporting the Ayatollah's death sentence against Satanic versus author Salman Rushdie. Stevens' records were burned, they were taken out of stores, and many radio stations boycotted his music. Nearly a decade later, Stevens claims he was highly misquoted, did not support the Ayatollah's sentence. I don't know if he was making excuses, like people making excuses for working out, but rather he really, uh, he merely reiterated uh, the Quran's teachings about those who defame the prophet, Stephen says he bears no ill will towards Rushdie uh, and did not wish for him to be killed in any sort of way. So just to set the record a little bit straight for those of you wondering about Cat Stevens out there. But since I saw Trey Anastasio this week, 
I couldn't hesitate. I had to put both of our faces on track. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. But in any case, we got some contact information for Joshua Margolis here. Again, Joshua, can't thank you enough for joining me here today. Love what you do. Love how you do it. I think there's a lot of value in how it's delivered. Uh, we got to wrap things up here. But coming up next week, I might be down the shore, as they st- say here in New Jersey. But uh, nevertheless, we will be making some more fireworks. Picture over the Hudson River there. We're planning to talk with my good buddy, Michael Cohen. Uh, co-founder of Hudson River Moving and Storage. Until then, I'm Stephen Fry. This has been Always Friday. We hope you got some weekend insight to make a Monday impact. We will see you next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern time on talkradio.myc. Have a great weekend, everybody. at www.talkradio.nyc now broadcasting 24 hours a day hey everybody it's tommy d the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic each week here on talkradio.nyc i host a program philanthropy and focus Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2 They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7 Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.